Welcome to Ghibli Minute. Ghibli Minute. I'm Richard Dunham. And I'm Chieko Dunham. Ghibli Minute is the podcast where we talk about Studio Ghibli movies, one minute at a time. Minute by minute. Or minute by minute is another way to say that. Today we're talking about My Neighbor Totoro, Minute 87, which starts with uh, still on the credits for the labs and the facilities. And the song, the ending song, is singing about the wonderful happiness coming your way. And this minute, air quotes minute, this <laughs> ends with, uh, ends 14 seconds later with a fade to black. So just 14 seconds that we're covering here. Mm-hmm. So we hear, we see the, we've got the snowman and then the next card. The next card, we got mom reading the story. This is the storybook. This is the storybook. We see the title of the storybook is Sambiki no... Yamayagi. Yamayagi. The Three Mountain Goats. This is the story of the three goats trying to cross the bridge, and they've got a troll under the bridge. Right? Trolls just... And there you see on the cover, you see Totoro. And the troll. The Totoro. To the... Tororu. <laughs> yeah. Troll. Tororu. Totoro. 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 I, does this make sense to you? I mean, this is, go ahead. You do yours then and I'll get on my rant. I don't really know. I don't think I've ever seen an artistic interpretation of a troll as something like, something that's on the storybook cover. I don't know if I've ever, it looks more like, like an oni. An oni. An oni, like a little demon with sharp horns on its head. Even though it's all gray. Yeah. I don't know. This looks too much like Totoro. Totoro. Feels too convenient. It feels too convenient. Yes. That's exact. That's the exact way to put it. I, and why are there two different types of Totoro? Is this, has this author seen Totoro? (laughs) Seen Totoro and was like, I'll make him the villain of this story. Yeah. Does that make sense? (laughs) No. Unless he had like a traumatic experience with Totoro. Here's what might have happened. It could be like a mirror image of this movie where he, the, whatever the author, he or she, uh-huh. or they, I don't know what their preferred pronouns are. If the author had a kid who saw Totoro and it wasn't, I don't know how big a deal it was. Maybe it was just a blase thing for this kid because this kid is like super chill or whatever. Yeah. But this kid did drawings. Of the Totoro that they saw. And then the author's like, I'm going to use those drawings. That's the only way I can think of that they would have the two different types of Totoro here. True. Like, I can look at this blue Totoro and kind of be like, maybe it's a horse, but I have to really try. A horse? Like, if it's, if the blue part is like, like its eyes. Look at you. It's like eyes and it's ears, and the white part was its like snout, like its nose. Oh, but that's like you, I'm really reaching at that then why point. Why would there be a horse? Yeah, is there a horse in this story? No, I don't know. I don't know. Here's the other way it could have worked another way, I guess. Mm-hmm. What if so? We think the Totoro are real, but what if they took shape their shape from May's mind? Whoa. I guess we don't know. We, we don't, have, we yeah. have certain assumptions about how form and shape work in the spirit world. 
maybe they don't work the same way that they do in the real world. Yeah. And it doesn't change the reality of the spirit world, but it just, you know, what you would perceive, it's got to be filtered through your mind. I mean, this is like the trope that always happens like in science fiction shows. Like, well, why does it look like, why does this alien's house look like whatever you have on the studio lot? Right? <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's a camouflage it's mechanism. A cam- yeah, it's, yes. it's supposed to make the... This is the only way that your human mind could comprehend. Oh, my God. Is by using the stuff like, that we already I'm, have in wardrobe. I'm okay with that theory if it was like a... To make her feel at ease. But there's still the villains of the story. Like when you read me The Three Billy Goats... And I saw that drawing of that troll. I was thoroughly frightened. <laughs> I don't remember that. I don't remember that. You don't remember reading me that? No. I had this giant, like, grim fairy, fairy tales, tales book. book. Okay, makes sense. I think it was in there. I'm sure the troll looked like a scary troll. It was like, he had, like, a bunch of, like, warts. And he was, like, yeah, dirty. Yeah, looked like a troll. He was a troll. Not a cute, like, not a, huggable not a cute chili little... bear. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. Okay. It's crazy. Uh, and then we get uh, ladybugs. Ladybugs. Are these ladybugs? You don't think they're ladybugs? I don't know. I guess. Yeah, they can be ladybugs. And they've got different spots. Like yeah. maybe Totoro's have different spots. As oh, we were dang. talking about yesterday. Who knows? Who knows? And we get the cat bus. And this is... Um, and it's paw prints. Credits for... This is um, Shokuma, right? Tokuma. Tokuma Shoten. Tokuma Shoten. publisher that they usually work with. Yes. Versus whatever the one was for Grave of the Fireflies, which I already forgot. Uh, Shinchosha. I think. Or something. Yeah. Then we get uh, Studio Ghibli film with the cat bus from the rear. It looks like he only has like four or five legs. I don't know what. Or like six limbs. Maybe the number of his legs goes up and down. Who knows? Who knows? And then Oshimai. Oshimai. Owadi. How do you how do you decide whether it's Owari or Oshimai? Oshimai is kind of like that's all, folks. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, I see. Like, I was, I feel like as a kid, whenever like when my mom would read me something, like whenever our story ended, she would probably she. I think I heard Oshimai more than oh, Owari. Well, oshimai is like a a more a storybook. Like kid friendly when you're reading a story, okay. Like Oadi is very like formal. Yeah, I I I I hear you. I can get there with you. Yeah. Yeah. So I tried. I looked up. Um, I tried to look up how much money Totoro made. Oh, dip. Uh, per Wikipedia, the box office is forty-five million dollars. There is a, but I think the again, it's like the records that we have don't go back to. All the way back to 88. To, yeah. Like the, right. the internet age records. So like Box Office Mojo has a bunch. But part of what happened in that internet age is that it finally opened in China. Like it hadn't been released in China forever. Mm-hmm. It was just like seen on uh, bootlegs. Bootlegs, of course, were everywhere. Oh, yeah. But it, got, it finally got like an official release in China. And that accounted for like $30 million of that $40 million that I just quoted to you. Sounds right. Yeah. It sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like something uh, Chinese people would go for. Yeah. 
So this so Box Office Mojo has like they have the, an original release, which is this just means the earliest release that they track because mm-hmm. it's in 2002 in France. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's a million dollars. You know, France is surprisingly like really into Japanese animation. That's not. I don't find that surprising. I don't know. I just like I'm taking French right now. And there's this, like, kid news website that my teacher is like, oh, go on that if you want, like, extra practice reading French or whatever. And there was, like, a promo for a Japanese, like, animated film that was, like, about to come out. And they're like, oh, it's very good and very encouraging for children. I, like, encourage everyone to go see it. And I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. So they have releases in 2007, 2009, 2015, 20... A lot of these are, like, the Ghibli Fest stuff mm-hmm. here and then i guess there's releases in other regions they list regions like apac and emia that's mm-hmm. asian pacific and europe middle east africa emia emia e-m-e-a yeah 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 <laughs> you, got, you got it you got it but that's all that's where that 30 40 million dollars is like the recent coming from in there's a little bit more information on the wikipedia page the English Wikipedia page, actually, which says, let me find it, which says that it sold 801,680 801, tickets and earned a distribution income of 588 million yen in 1988. So there's a kind of a, there's a disconnect here. Yeah. Because we said last week. I agree with the Fireflies. Sold 80,000, 80,000 people went to see it. Yeah. And it's an initial release. This is 10 times that number yeah. for, eight, for tickets sold here. This is a double feature with and that movie. Double, yes. So what is going on? Did people, were you able to buy tickets to only one or how did it work? I don't, how, like, I don't know how double features work. I've only been, I think, to one double feature in my life. And uh-huh. that was Grindhouse. I don't know if you're familiar with this at all. No. This is... um. Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez. Okay. They really love, you know, Grindhouse. Are you familiar with the term? Grindhouse is like in the 70s, especially in a little bit of the 80s. These are like cheap theaters that would show cheap pulp kind of B-movies, like drive-ins and other just cheap movies, oh, right? Okay. Which Robert Rodriguez and Quentin, I mean, they, they were weaned on that stuff. So they, they, they love that stuff. So they wanted like a... It was like a revival of that aesthetic. Like they they each made a film. Robert mm-hmm. Rodriguez made a zombie movie and Quentin Tantino made this like weird like uh, car chase slash horror movie. And okay. they showed them as a double feature and they even did stuff like like Quentin Tarantino shot like a whole reel that is not in the was not in the theatrical release. Mm-hmm. It's like the way that these cheap grindhouse movies, they would show movies like with whole reels missing. Cause it's just, eh, we got this, co- our copy that we got, didn't <laughs> have right. it, whatever. We'll just show it. Cause they're just cheapo, cheapo, cheapo. Mm-hmm. That was the only, I guess drive-ins do it a lot, but I don't know that I've ever been to a drive-in. Apparently there was a drive-in around. Yeah. There's a drive-in or there was. It closed down oh, is what did? I've heard. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. My friends were really upset about it. They're like, they we should have. We should, oh, like, because they've been there before. Right? Oh, they had gone. Yeah, oh, and they're like, cool. oh, we want to take you. And I'm like, okay, cool. And they're like, oh, it's closed. We're like, oh, no. But, um, I mean, 
Is there an option to only see one? Like you have to see both if you're going to go see a double feature. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know how they would split the revenue too if you bought. Because it's if kind you have of to buy two tickets or you have to buy one ticket. It's kind of weird to put a movie like Grave of the Fireflies next to My Neighbor Totoro, especially if My Neighbor Totoro is aimed at children. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what the thinking was there. Like, I mean, so there was the quote on Wikipedia was from, I guess, from a Hayao Miyazaki biography. So that's not really an unbiased source. But the dual billing was considered one of the most moving and remarkable double bills ever offered to a cinema audience. Okay. In the opinion of the biographer of Hayao. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I just, like, I understand, like, Maynard Totoro is a very good, like, uplifter after a movie like yeah, totally. Grave of the Fireflies. It's just, I wouldn't go take my child to a double feature of this movie next to Grave of the Fireflies. Yeah, I don't know what... Uh... So if it was like you could buy a ticket for both or just one, that makes sense to me. Mm, yeah. And the poster that we saw that I pulled up, mm-hmm. um, it had the individual show times. Yeah. It had, here's Grave of the Fireflies starting at this time, and then... Here's Totoro. Totoro starting at this time. So it's not like you couldn't schedule it, right? Yeah. You could probably buy a ticket in advance and only show up. Yeah. In time for Totoro. Right. I don't know if it was like you could buy them individually, or you could buy, like, maybe there's a special discount. No idea how it works. But it's weird. I mean, a lot of people have commented, like, a lot of criticism, you know, the critical reception, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like Roger Ebert noted, it's, like, not... There's not, it's like situation driven and not conflict driven. Yeah, Grave of the Fireflies is very. It's very conflict driven. Like if we were to do like boil it down to like man versus man, man versus nature. This is almost like a man versus nature. Like the central crisis is kind of man versus nature. It's like May. Oh, yeah. Right? Right. May. That's like the only conflict is May versus like her mom's illness. Like, I don't know. Yeah, kind of. Or just like, it's like her against nature because she doesn't know how to get back. Yeah, right? she doesn't She's know. lost at sea or yeah. something or lost in the mountains. Kind of like, it's like the Revenant or something. Yeah. Right? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there we go. There's your double feature. There is the your Revenant double. And, and My Neighbor Totoro. My Neighbor Totoro. It's a perfect pairing. <laughs> oh, man. So I don't know how you, if this was like in 1988 when it was, when it first came out, like how do you market that? Maybe you just market it as like a feel good. I don't know. How do they market you? The, you remember the first movie you ever saw in the theater? Was that Curious George? It was Curious George. Yeah. I don't know how I still remember that. Probably because I kept reminding you. <laughs> I brought it up <laughs> several times. But that's like it's kind of a. I liked the Curious George books. Yeah. I don't know. It seems like the na- my neighbor Totoro. I don't know how. how is it eight hundred thousand tickets in Japan like a hit? Because it seems like it just grows legs. The more time goes on, yeah, it just it just keeps growing. It just keeps growing. Like the impact of it. I know, like five years ago or so, like my neighbor Totoro was still, like a, it wasn't like as open in American media as it is now. Especially since it's seeped into like you know Toy Story. There, yeah, Toy Story yeah. totally boosted that. Yeah, like and popularity. Just like the internet, like if you put. Easter eggs into a, a blockbuster movie. People are going to look is for gonna, it. Yeah. It's yeah. going to tell everybody about it. Oh, here's one more thing about that blockbuster movie you and all your friends saw. Oh, Here. really? I might, well, 
I'll check out this other thing. Yeah. Yeah. And just like people. It's exposure. It's about exposure. Yeah. American media being more into Japanese culture. Like if this movie is pretty influential, I feel like, in Japanese yeah. culture. Like if you're a kid in Japan, you're watching this movie no matter what. That was like the one we the one movie that your grandfather had right <laughs> at right. his house that he had taped off of TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great movie. It's a good movie. All right. You got any other does that to cover your thoughts? Any other I watched this movie say? like five times in a row every day. For a, a while. For like a long a long time. Yeah. I covered it minute by minute. It's kinda wild. You think you, you did you learn anything that you didn't know already know by watching it five times a day? I think I I just thought about it more, <laughs> like just like the logistics of it. But yeah. I was also five when I like would yeah, watch it five times true. every day. True, it's like like you said at the beginning, it's like a place you can visit. True, yeah, it's definitely got that vibe of like you could like see yourself there, or like you want to be on those adventures. Yeah. All right. It's a great movie. It's a good movie. And that does it. I guess the next step for us is Kiki's, Kiki's Delivery Service. Kiki's Delivery Service. All right. Until then, that doesn't work as a transition, does it? <laughs> what? <laughs> until then. Until then. I was going to go then. All right. We'll see you. Uh, we'll catch you. When we Kiki. catch you. Yeah. <laughs> Here on Ghibli, Ghibli Minute. Minute.